Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,138. Failure is part of life. Depending on everybody's risk tolerance, like you, you have to be willing to take a risk and you have to be willing to accept the outcome of that risk. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Mike Fernari. Hey, Mike, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready. Let's go, Mark. All right. Mike Fernari is the Chief Business Development Officer at HireCar. HireCar, spelled H-Y-R-E-C-A-R, is a car-sharing marketplace for ride-sharing. It's a company that helps people find a car quickly by renting a vehicle that they can then use to earn income as a hired driver with Uber or Lyft or whatever. The hire car motto is building roads to financial freedom. One driver, one vehicle, one road at a time. Mike participated in a seed, a series A, and bridge fundraising rounds to expand hire car. And he is also the primary point of contact with fleet operators, including Uber and Lyft and other strategic external relationships for the company. Prior to joining the executive team, Mike managed a fleet of vehicles on the hire car platform. So, Mike, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you and Hire Car. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your business and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the intro, Mark. Excited to be here among uh, fellow auto enthusiasts. Um, so I'm going to go way back kind of to, to childhood because I think that sets the stage for uh, the, the current endeavors. I grew up in a place uh, in Northern California called Redding. Uh, population about 100,000 people. Beautiful place at the tip of the Sacramento Valley, surrounded by mountains, rivers, and lakes in all directions. So, mm-hmm. a great place to grow up and just learn a love for motorsports, boating, dirt biking, off roading. I had a truck, was my first vehicle. I did a stint as a firefighter with Cal Fire. And then, you know, after that, I wanted to pursue entrepreneurial endeavors. So, I left to begin my undergrad and MBA in the Monterey Bay of California. So while working as a sales manager in my MBA program, as I was working as a sales manager in Monterey, the Hyatt Hotels, I was also finishing up my MBA program in entrepreneurial marketing. I always wanted to begin my own business. You know, I'd always had kind of a knack for for entrepreneurial businesses. I wanted to get out and start my own thing. So my brother and I, uh, who is now the CEO of HireCar, you know, we always batted ideas back and forth. At one point, we had a catalytic converter pick and pull, you know, operation where we had friends go out to different yards and pull catalytic converters. And, you know, he had a, a buyer because he was in New York at the time. So we kind of arranged that, you know, it was more of a, a project, didn't really turn into a, a business at all. There was a deal with the Chinese Pearl Company at a time. And then we even had an idea to invest in boats and rent them on Airbnb. So we've kind of been all over the map, but we always knew we wanted to start our own business and, uh, you know, be our own bosses. So that's, you know, when that that's kind of sets the stage for graduate MBA program, higher car opportunity shows itself. My brother has a, a car sitting in the garage, rents it on this, uh, it was a 2015 Toyota Prius, rents it on this random website called hirecar.com. Turns out, we found after the fact that he was the very first car in LA to rent his car on this website. Oh, wow. So, um <laughs> After the first month, you know, he was making about $1,000 per month in rental income on this car. The driver had a vehicle to drive for ride sharing. So 
he sent that to me. We both invested in a small fleet of vehicles, and we started renting out vehicles on this uh, on this site called Hire Car. This is such a cool story. I, that's why I wanted to have you on the show, because this is a classic entrepreneurial light bulb moment. And, and we're going to learn a lot more about Hire Car as we move through your talk. But first, I always like to ask my guests about well, perhaps a mantra or a success quote that's been important in their life. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires kind of spinning around here on Cars, yeah? So, Mike, take the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. So, my mantra that I've uh, it's really resonated throughout my life is uh, from Confucius, 551 BC. It's uh, our greatest glory is not never uh, falling, but rising every time we fall. That's just really relevant because failure is part of life. Depending on everybody's risk tolerance, like you, you have to be willing to take a risk and you have to be willing to accept the outcome of that risk. You know, some yep. things are wildly successful, some things are failures. So, you know, if you try and you get back in there, you get back up from those failures, it's only a matter of time before you have a success. It's a great saying. And, you know, I had somebody once on the show who said, you know, if you're going to fail, and fall, fall forward, because at least you're a little bit further down the road when you get back up. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think you said it much more eloquently. Uh, fantastic. Well, let's talk about your, you touched on a little bit, growing up in a beautiful city of Reading, wonderful part of the world. I'd love for you to share a story that instigated that personal passion you have for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life and you knew that cars were going to play some kind of role in your life? Uh, yeah, it was a very clear moment. Actually, I knew I was I was going to be a truck guy rather than a car guy. <laughs> yeah, this was <laughs> I was in I was in preschool. I remember the first time my dad pulled up in a red Ford F one fifty, and that just memory. I don't. It was uh, something about that stuck out. Maybe it was the Ford F one fifty, or maybe it was the puppy that he pulled out of the truck. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so that could have done it. <laughs> either way, I associated that truck with fun. I've always been a dog guy, so I've always had dogs and. My first truck was the first, you know, Ford F-150. So um, I knew then I, I love just having the, the freedom of a truck. You can throw anything in the back, you know, surfboards, mountain bikes, and you hit the road and you just go out and an, an adventure because, you know, I knew then like life's an adventure. So I like just getting in the truck, throwing things in the back and, and going forward. Well, you'll love my next door neighbor here, Mike. His name's Bill. I've lived uh, next door to Bill for 24 years. Great neighbor, he and his wife, Becky. He just bought a Ford Raptor. Now, that's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool truck. And he took it out to his ranch in eastern Washington and actually drove it through the mud and dirt. I thought that was pretty cool, too, uh, because I'm kind of I'm kind of like a keep your car clean guy. He's always laughing at how clean my garage and my car is. And he's got trucks that get dirty. So uh, I think you and Bill get along really well. But yeah, trucks are such a big part of the the whole thing in the United States. I mean, trucks are just kind of part of the country and they do offer a lot of freedom. So very cool. Well, Let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down, because being an entrepreneur is fraught with uh, ups and downs. So I'm assuming you faced a few challenges, maybe even a big failure or two. I don't know. I love your Confucius saying, because that just means, so what? I learned something, I get up. But I'd love for you to walk us through one of those and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward. Yeah. So the biggest challenge I think I've faced is is by far the current endeavor is higher car in the very early stages. So it was you know, late 2015, early 2016, had my mini fleet of vehicles mapped out the business model. Everything looked like it penciled out. So right at that point of, you know, making that decision, like, all right, we have, we've done our research. We've, we know that this is an industry. We know it's growing. Let's dive into it head first. Purchasing the cars was easy because we knew that there was a, a very clear return on that. But then once you dive in, right, there's a whole 
a whole nest of, of things that come up. There's legal, there's marketing, there's sales, there's operations, there's, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's coming, and it's coming at you from, from a thousand different directions. And especially in the startup world, you have a very clear runway before your cash is out. <laughs> You're dealing with thousand different things coming at you from every different angle. You address them, you put out the fires and you move forward. You address them, you put out the fires and you move forward. All the while, you're literally speeding towards a, a brick wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, sure. But it's it's overcoming that and being persistent. And it goes back to the Confucius quote. So, you you know, as, as we solve these challenges, you're continuing to build the business. You're continuing to gain traction and momentum, which just builds on top of itself. So, yes, they're challenges, you know, but as you address them, you're a stronger person when you come out of them. So... And, and that's kind of the concept of, of Hirecar. We, we addressed every single one of these challenges. We built a machine that's running. Uh, it's, it's very efficient. Uh, we have the systems in place. We have the people in place and the industry is just going like crazy. Again, it all goes back to momentum. And that momentum has, is how you get out of any challenges that you're experiencing in life. Yeah. You know, you touched on a, a really important part of building a brand and a lot of people there's things they don't know are going to come at them and and dealing with those things as they come at you. And especially in the case of a venture like what you guys are doing, where you have a cash pile here and you're, it's just evaporating before your eyes as you're moving down this road. Like, OK, we got to get to the next level. And I know a big part of your business acumen is raising money, getting the funds in place and so forth. What's a maybe one little piece of wisdom you might offer someone out there that might be finding themselves in this position and realizing, oh, man, I, I just can't keep up. There's too much coming at me. What are some of the things or maybe one little thing that you did that helped you work through all those bullets that were coming at you from all different <laughs> sides? Uh, I mean, it's it's fully believing in what you have and what you're building. I mean, if you I was 100 percent from the beginning, I was. I dove in as a user of my products, right? I had a mini fleet. I was renting it out. I was talking to these drivers. I was dealing with operational issues as they came up because I knew that what I had, like what I was building was a valuable thing. It provided a valuable service for people who didn't have a car that qualified for their ride sharing uh, needs. And it allowed for people like myself to build little miniature fleets and and build kind of their own little franchise in this gig economy. So I knew and I believed in the product. And so that's what gets you through. If you, if you know that you have something that people really value on a lot of different levels, then you're going to have a successful career and a, and a successful product or a successful business, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome story. Well, let's shift gears and talk about a big aha moment, either in higher car or your career or your life, something that kind of illuminated a new path for you, new direction. Kind of walk us down what that aha moment was like for you. Yeah. So the big aha moment, again, I'm going to go back to higher car uh, because this has been the, the bulk of my life the last three or three years. I feel like I've aged 20 in the last three years. But <laughs> Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was at the point when I had uh, the, mini, the mini fleet of cars. It had been six, eight months at that point. I had seen the consistent return. I'd seen the demand from the, from the driver's side. I'd, I've I wasn't a technically savvy person at the time, but I was learning a little bit more about technology and platform businesses and how, you know, the Airbnb model of connecting people who want things with the people who have things. So at that point, it, it was a no brainer. I was ready to just pull the trigger and dive in head first. And that's, yeah. that's really what you have to do. When you have those aha moments, uh, another quote that I love is, 
when preparation meets opportunity. So we had, you know, had an MBA business background, had a financial background, had a marketing background, had an entrepreneurial interest. And then the opportunity presented itself. It, it was time. The pieces are in place, the stars aligned, and you have to take that chance when it shows itself. Yeah, fantastic. Well, let's talk about your first really special car. You talk about that truck being special to you. Maybe that's the one, but is there a, a vehicle that really stands out as when you finally got it, you went, all right, here we go. Yeah, so this it kind of goes back to the uh, growing up in Reading and kind of the outdoors. When I was a young, maybe in the eight, nine, 10 year old range, uh, I had my mom's 1954 Suzuki Trailhopper 50cc. So that thing was my, my, I, I had my own bike and I could ride around the neighborhood. But then once, once I got a motor behind it, you really feel the freedom. You can go all over the place <laughs> and the trails. That was when I really liked, that was my moment when I, I realized that motorsports were awesome. <laughs> and they yeah. provide so much freedom and, uh, you know, can take you so far. Now, a 1954 so, model. Is that what you 19, said? 1954 Suzuki Trailhopper 50cc. It was so wow. much fun. Yeah, that's crazy. When I was a kid in the 60s, uh, my parents bought my sister and I each a Honda Trail 70. And I think I had the same sensations you had. We used to camp in Baja, California, and you could ride them up and down the beach down there. Um, and I, you just thought you're the king of the road. And as, as a little kid, like I could just take off, you know, and go do whatever I want. So, uh, uh, with my mom screaming behind me, don't get too far down the beach. <laughs> so uh, that's funny. yeah, that's funny. Yeah. They had Honda trail 70. So uh, my, I had the 54 Suzuki and my, one of my best friends had a Honda trail 70. We there created, we created this little track right in our neighborhood. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, it, it, that was our, that was our after school project. We go and, and race our bikes around this track. It's the great thing about when you were, I'm older than you, but the kids back then is we'd go outside and do stuff versus sit behind a computer or a, a gamer or something like that. We're out actually doing things. So, uh, yeah, we built one of those kind of tracks with shovels and dirt, a little motocross track for our Schwinn Sting Race uh, so that we could ride, ride and do jumps and things like that. So, good memories, good memories. Well, how about a vehicle that you wish you still had that you let go? Is there a seller's remorse story in your life? You know, to be honest, it, it is that Trail 50. It's that it's Suzuki 50cc. I, I think that, you know, at this point, it'd be a collector's item. Uh, yeah. We'd fully refurbish that thing. It's small enough so I can move it around. And I'm in LA, so not a whole lot of space here to, to store lots of, uh, of spare collector vehicles. But, yeah. you know, I, I think that the nostalgia of that, of that bike would be really fun to have now. You know, I'm trying to remember... That bike was kind of like the uh, Honda came up with a uh, a bike that was kind of similar, but that bike was more like a, it looked like a real motorcycle, if I remember right. I mean, it, it was little, of course, but unlike a Trail 70, which kind of looked a little goofy. Yeah, the Suzuki Sport, that was like a little cafe racer type bike. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. So you're going to have to go find yourself one of those and uh, find one that somebody's already restored and they've gotten tired of. And uh, you can park it in your office in the wintertime and then go out and enjoy Ooh. it around the hills there. Yeah. Park in the <laughs> office. That's a great idea, actually. <laughs> well, like you know, I worked for 20 plus years at Griot's Garage and uh, I always had a motorcycle parked in my office uh, for a while. Vintage bikes. I had an MV Agusta F4 that I rode, a Ducati Monster. It was always a good point of conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And that bike's small enough that it could fit just about anywhere. So. Well, yeah. I would love for you to share what has you guys excited and fired up about Hire a Car. Kind of walk our listeners through a little more in depth how this all works, how they can get involved, how they can earn some extra income, either 
having a car to rent or if they want to go rent a car. I mean, walk us through how this whole thing works at Hire Car. Absolutely. It's a really simple model and concept is we use technology platform to connect people that want to rent things. This, In this case, it's a car, specifically with the rideshare drivers or people that don't have a car that qualifies for ridesharing, whether it's a two-door or a truck or a motorcycle, right? They don't have a car that qualifies. So they come to the marketplace, they click book now on, on the vehicle. So the car owner gets a notification. Uh, this uh, renter, John Doe, wants to rent your vehicle. You click accept. Money is deposited directly into your account. Insurance is generated, so it protects the driver when he drives away from your from your house, and it protects you as the car owner. So fully fully comprehensive insurance products. That's that's really the technology and the insurance are the two pieces. So that's how it's a really simple concept. Every day or every week that that driver, if he wants to extend the rental, he can click a button and extend the rental. Charges his card on file. The the cash or the funds are deposited directly into the car owner's account. The insurance is automatically regenerated, and and that driver can stay on the road and continue making money in the in the gig economy, driving for Uber and Lyft, Instacart, Postmates. Yeah, this is really cool because you think about it. Most of the time, your car just sits. So let me ask you. Let me paint a, a picture for you. Say I have a car that isn't like my special dream car. It's just a commuter car, something like that. But I drive to work every morning. I get there at eight o'clock, and that car sits between eight and five or six and doesn't move. Can I rent it out during that time and be making money while I'm sitting <laughs> in my office desk? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, on hire car, there's not hourly rentals at the moment, but that is, that, is com- that is coming soon. The minimum rental period is 48 hours and then 24 hour periods after that. There's an hourly rental feature that is in our technology roadmap and pipeline, but that that will be coming soon. Okay, cool. Well, that's very cool to know. And then also, if I have a spare car that maybe I only use on the weekends and during the week it just sits, that would be a great way to earn some income on that car, right? That would absolutely be the way to do it. Is you have you have a car it's sitting, it's collecting dust. You might as well put it to work for you, so you can, you know, you give somebody a car, they benefit from it. You get some rental income, you benefit from it. And also really what we're finding, the, the, the project that's really exciting in higher car right now, and, and I'm kind of spearheading this, is the commercial division. On the individual side, it's there two cars in the driveway. You can rent those out and you can make you know, about a thousand bucks per month per car. On the commercial side, you have dealerships and fleet operators. They all need to get into what we're calling mobility as a service. That's like the transportation technology sector that is is really changing how people get from point A to point B. And that's mm-hmm. Uber, Lyft, Bird scooters, like the on-demand economy of people getting things by clicking buttons on their phone. You know, the dealership model specifically is kind of old school. They're in different parts of uh, they're in different parts of the city, and people walk in the front doors and they you know they sell them a car. I mean, we're, we hire a car right now is the technology piece. And we're bringing these dealerships to kind of the forefront of the car sharing and ride sharing and mobility as a service space. My favorite quotes I read in the, in the news recently, it was people are not going to travel less in the future. They're just going to consume their travel differently. Yeah, it's very cool. I, that's why I was so excited to have you on the show to get people to think differently. Now, for someone like me that babies my car is probably not a great thing because the idea of somebody getting in my car just makes me shiver and driving other people around <laughs> in my car. But but I'm I'm different. I'm talking about cars. You're talking about cars that are just commodity cars, regular cars, cars that you know you care about, but they're not your babies. They're not your collector cars, things like that. 
and you can actually earn some money on them. Because so many people have cars that are just sitting in garages, not doing anything. So, oh my goodness, this is really, really cool. And people can learn more about this by just going to hirecar.com, H-Y-R-E-C-A-R.com. And I'll make sure I put a link on Mike's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Check this out. You might have an income stream happening uh, that could be happening right now, sitting in your garage collecting dust. I think it's fantastic. Here's a very introspective question for you, Mike. If you woke up tomorrow as a vehicle, as a car, what would you be and why? That's interesting. So I think if I were a car, I think I would, uh, I'd go back. I'd be a 1956 Porsche. Oh. Um, the reason 1956, it's actually, my dad had a 56 Porsche growing up. That was his collector car. So I remember taking rides in that thing. And that was always kind of our, that was the joy ride vehicle. You know, you go out to the lakes, you go out to the, go out to the mountain, mountain roads and, and cruise that thing. So I think, you know, it's classic, it's fast, it's got style, it's got class. I think that's the car that I would be. 56, an old Porsche 356A. Love those old cars. They're just, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they're wonderful. They've gotten way too expensive though, darn it. I've always wanted one, but man, they've just become insanely expensive. But uh Man, they're good to look at. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And of course, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was at Rensport down in Laguna Seca and saw a lot of those cars down there. Oh, be still my heart. Well, Mike, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kid spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. 
All right, Mike, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Simply change your oil. Um, yeah. Maintenance. Yeah. You know, maintenance. Maintenance allows longevity for the things that you love. So maintaining oh, your gosh. life, maintaining your maintaining your car, it's those those incremental uh, things that you maintain. You know, will keep keep things around longer. You know, and it's so simple, and so many times people don't do it, and it it will your car will just go and go and go. Just do some simple maintenance. Do it. if you don't want to do it yourself. There's so many cheap ways to get it done these days. Now, how about a personal habit? Would you share one of yours that you believe has contributed to your many successes? Uh, yeah. So quite simply, it's positivity. I think every day, you know, starting the day, you you win the morning, you win the day. So if you start your day with, wow, I feel great, or today's going to be a great day, you know, it's it's a very simple thing and it's in your head. And as soon as your feet hit the ground, you're off to the right start. So yep. uh, we all get a lot of things thrown at us uh, throughout the days and throughout our lives. So it's a choice and a decision. So start the day in a positive direction. You're going to, you're going to go places. Yeah. Whether you want your day to be half full or half empty, you get to decide. And another little trick that I was taught years ago is that before you even get out of bed, when you open your eyes, just think for a moment what you're grateful for. It's very hard to be angry or upset when you're grateful. And that's another great way to start the day. So perfect. How about a resource? There are lots of great resources, including Hire Car out there. But is there one in particular you'd like to share? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to put a plug in the HireCar.com blog. Uh, great resource for all things mobility as a service and transportation, car sharing, and ride sharing. Outside of that, I love Tim Ferriss, uh, Four Hour Workweek blog. Uh, he's yep. just got a, a wealth of resources for you know, taking, taking control of your life, allowing you to, you know, help you see things from a different light and hopefully take, take some risks and take some, take some, uh, take some risks in your life. Absolutely. Love Tim Ferriss too. A whole host of great books to read. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and allow you to have lunch or dinner or a drink with someone from the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Mm, so I think that would, it's a little cliche, but I think, uh, Henry Ford. I love his inspirational quotes. I, we we are in the process of getting a couple of those in our in our office to keep our team motivated. But it's whether you nice. think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. Yes, um, love that one. <laughs> no, it's a great. Yeah. It's great. It's simple. I love it. He's a titan of the industry. He was relentless in kind of pursuing his uh, his business, his own business, uh, recreated kind of how things were done. Um, so I, I think that would be incredible to. To share that, and then obviously he he went on and created the foundations and the philanthropy and all the stuff that uh, is still living to this day, which you know it's quite it's a, it's, it's quite an impressive legacy. Boy, it is. You know, somebody on my show the other day said, "I'd love to sit down and have both Henry Ford and Elon Musk at the table." Can you imagine that conversation? Yeah, uh, right. be very interesting from a guy who was doing it back then and a guy who's doing it now. So yeah, very cool. Henry Ford, he is the most. Uh, uh, the the guy that most people say they'd like to sit down and talk with, uh, Carol Shelby's the second one, uh, since I've been asking that question, but Elon Musk is running a very tight third. So, uh, but yeah, Henry Ford would be cool. Now, how about a book? You mentioned Tim Ferriss's book, uh, Four Hour Work Week. Is there another book you might like to recommend to our, our listeners? Four Hour Work Week is, is the number one. I would say a close second is Michael Crichton Travels. So Michael Crichton, I mean, you probably all read his, read his, uh, you know, his stories. But he he wrote this uh, he wrote a book called Travels that is is very introspective about how he views the world maybe and some some retreats and some things that he went on to kind of 
work on the Michael Crichton and just kind of how that changed his outlook on life. So that's right. a great book. Two great recommendations. I'll remind our listeners you can find all these great resources on Mike Fernari's Carja website page. Just go to Carja.com, type in Mike Fernari, F-U-R-N-A-R-I, and that page will pop up. There's another great place on the website called Guest Recommended Books, where these two books and thousands almost now books are listed there of all my past inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and I made it really easy for you to get your hands on them. You just click, they direct you right to Amazon, and boom, the next day you have it. So, Mike, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy, but it's a fun thought. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. Money's no object, but here are the rules. It's the only car you can have, collector car, I should say, not a daily driver. You can't sell it to buy a fleet of cars to rent out, so that little trick's off the table. But uh, I want you to enjoy it, so no garage queens either. This is a car I want you to go out and drive. Maybe you might rent it. I don't know. We'll see what you pick. So what can I buy you today? I'd, I'd love it if you buy me the 1966 Batmobile, uh, oh. the, the original Lincoln Futura, right? That, uh, yeah. that they they transformed to uh, to become the Batmobile. I think that Batman character, comic books. It's just it's such a cool car. I love I love these vehicles that um, as soon as you see them, everybody knows what it is. It's not exotic. It's uh, I love exotic cars. Not to knock any of that, but it's I love the nostalgia of uh, you know kind of the the 60s uh, Batmobile car. Oh, yeah. George Barris's creation. You know, I'll tell you, I got to spend three days with the classic Batman, Adam West, before we lost him last year. Uh, years ago, he flew out here, and I spent three days with him on a photo shoot. We had one of the original Batmobiles with us. And, yeah, every kid from uh, any generation knows what the Batmobile is. And I'll tell you, Adam was just such an awesome guy, but he told us some really, really interesting stories about the Batmobile when they first brought that on set and they were filming that car. One was it was not very fast. It didn't handle at all. It was a terrible car to drive. <laughs> so he said that's why they sped up the film every time they showed the Batmobile coming out of the Batcave and going down the road to make it look like it was going fast because he goes, seriously, you did not want to drive that car fast. It was dangerous as heck. Uh, <laughs> He also said yeah. that the reason he and uh, he and uh, Robin leapt into the car and didn't open the doors is because the doors didn't open very well. Uh, the way it was designed, you could only barely open them and you couldn't squeeze in. And it didn't look very cool when Batman was trying to squeeze into the Batmobile. So that's why they always leapt into the car. And he told us a bunch of other great stories. But, uh, you know, regardless, everybody looks cool driving the Batmobile. So that's fun. Yeah. yeah and that's. Yeah. Uh, it, it sold. That sold in 2013. I think it was two, 4.2 million, something like that, in 2013. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. They made. I think they made originally um, three of the originals, and then of course there's been a lot of cars built since then. Batmobiles, copies of the Batmobile, and of course the newer ones. But classic Batmobiles that you're talking about were pretty special cars, and I had. Scott Brandt on my show last month, two months ago, actually. He's uh, He's got a car dealership in, um, oh, I'm trying to remember where he's located. St. Louis, Missouri, uh, Moto Exotica, and he's got a Batmobile there. So maybe I could call Scott, get him to pry that out of his garage and drive it uh, down there to Southern California so you could enjoy that. Uh, I think you draw a little attention to yourself driving up the coast highway in the Batmobile, <laughs> but... Uh, I'll ride along as Robin, okay? Well, we'll have some fun one day. I think it'll Perfect. be pretty that cool. Good. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, very nice. Imagine calling Uber or Lyft and having the Batmobile pull up. Now, that would be Ooh. pretty darn 
Cool. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'm seeing a marketing. Yeah. I'm seeing, I'm, I think you just painted a marketing campaign. So I hope idea. so. <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a plan to me. Well, Mike, you've taken us on a, a great hire a car ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to learn more about you and your business. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or dry or guidance, I should say, before you rip off down the coast highway in that 1966 Batmobile? I think the, yeah, parting, parting advice is, is simple. It take a risk. You get good enough information and you go. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, you, you, that will allow you to experience higher highs and possibly lower lows. But I mean, in, in my experience, I, I think I would, I would take that risk any day of the week, uh, you know, for the chance of, of reaching that higher high. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, if you hit that home, if you reach that low of the low, you're humbled, you get back to consistency and then you continue to move forward. Absolutely. Great advice. And of course, listeners, you know, I've got a thousand, 137 people before Mike who've all done that here on Cars. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to all the shows, you've got a lot of learning to do, but uh, nicely said. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about getting involved with Hire Car? Simply go to hirecar.com, H-Y-R-E-C-A-R.com. If you have spare cars sitting in the driveway, you can click on list a vehicle. Uh, you can, we have live support. You're going to talk to somebody about the process, about the insurance, about potential revenue in your area. That's, that's really where the journey starts. Um, you know, you become a, a miniature entrepreneur and get five, 10 cars. If you have a dealership, we are really promoting the, the dealership space right now and, um, and yeah. how you're going to kind of tap into mobility as a service and the future of transportation. It's just brilliant what you guys are doing. Really, really proud of what you guys have created here and what you're building. Fantastic. Well, listeners, again, you can find everything Mike has shared on his show notes page on the CarShow website. Just go there and type Mike in or Mike Fernari, F-U-R-N-A-R-I, and that page will pop up. Check out Hire Car. I think uh, there's a world of opportunities for you just waiting at Hire Car. Thanks, Mike, for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.